The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing today? I, I'm doing all right. Not not too great after the uh, Chuck Fletcher just complete failure at the trade deadline. But that, I'll, I'll save that for for our next show. Uh, for the show, I'm doing good. It's, it's Friday night, going into the weekend, so always a good time here. And the Kraken just won, so won my first bet of the night. Let's keep it going. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Pretty excited for the weekend myself with the Arnold Parmel Invitational uh, off to a good start there. Uh, some chaos up and down, some bad weather makes for a uh, fun golf tournament. And then we got F1 back this weekend. Um, it's going to be an exciting season. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Max Verstappen doesn't run away with it by uh, June like last year. Um, and have somebody else steps up to the plate and makes it a, a good competitive season. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm pretty excited for that, too, man. That's going to be cool. Uh, I'm same with Ryan. Uh, happy that Seattle won, too. So that's awesome. And again, I'm with Joel as well. Arnold Palmer Invitational has been absolutely fantastic. Who you got now, Joel? You got any outrights or no? Uh, I have a little bit of Shelfly. And um, who else I got? Fitzpatrick in the mix. A little bit of Scheffler. And I added Rom today at twelve to one because you know he laid an egg though. But yeah, he should. You never know. It's still plenty of golf left. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you with uh, Xander Shoffley. We're in the Xander zone, baby. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantlay, Scotty Scheffler. Let's go, baby. Big old Scotty oh, Cox. Yeah. I have Cantlay too. Cantlay's been. I think he's going to come away with a win in one day soon. You know, he was dialed last year, and then he's just kind of fell off ever since. But this isn't a golf show. This is a hockey show. If you want to go check out the golf show, you know where you can find that, gentlemen. You can find that on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on there, including golf coverage, uh, including F1 coverage that Joel talked about, baseballs, playing games. I don't know how long exhibition goes for it, but I'm sure Ryan will tell you. Uh, you can find Ryan's other show on there, Baseball Money is Fake. Tons of good stuff at the network of the uh, on the website, Sports Gambling Podcast website, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, lots of good articles there. Lots of good old shows. Man. So go check out the other shows. Merch Madness, too. That's started. That's sweet. I don't know shit about basketball, but I've just been tailing the boys, and they've been giving me winners, so that's always good. Uh, and, of course, hockey's doing its thing. We just had the trade deadline, so if anyone's saying, hey, we're going to get into the trade deadline on this show, well, you're in luck because we're actually not going to end this show. We're going to be doing a whole separate show that's going to be coming out. We're probably going to be recording it right after this, so uh, stay tuned for that. We will have a trade deadline full update on its own. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's been popping off. Tons of people in there. Everybody's talking stuff. Uh, trade deadlines been popping off. People are having conversations. People are putting bets. People are talking about how to win, how not to lose. Um, more so, they're helping each other out when everyone's pissed off because everyone's losing money. And we're like, hey, it's all good, but we'll bounce back. We'll get it tomorrow. You know, you need pals like that. So that's always good to see. You can find pals like that in the Discord. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Yep, it's uh, baseball month now. Opening day is March 30th, so uh, less than four weeks away now. Spring training games are well underway. Uh, World Baseball Classic coming up next week as well, so what check is that, that out. It's like it's like the World Cup of Hockey, but baseball. Oh, it's, it's like, like every countries and stuff? U.S. versus yeah. Japan. <laughs> versus the caribbean dominican republic's pretty good i think that they won okay. two times ago or last time but yeah japan's usually pretty good with uh, otani and uh darvish there but is canada any good or do we suck uh, i don't i don't think so no no we suck he doesn't he doesn't even know yeah <laughs> that's not a good sign <laughs> Uh, so yeah, make sure you check out Baseball Money is Fake. If you're a baseball fan there, I had uh, the great the great Munaf on there on uh, Thursday in place of Blake Meyer. I was telling him he has to go four for four now. He has to come on the hockey pod because he, he has a baseball pod. He does basketball, NBA gambling podcast. He does football. So he's got to complete the, uh, the, the, the quadfecta here and, and come on the hockey gambling podcast sometime. 
But uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gillen podcast feed on Apple and on Spotify. On Apple, leave us a five-star rating and review. Helps the uh, show grow here as we're looking to grow more in March. And on Spotify, leave us a five-star rating. You can always reach out to us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. I'm sure Munaf would love to come on, but as we all know, and according to ESPN, nobody gives a shit about hockey anyway, so we don't even count. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm salty. I was telling the boys before. We got thunder snow in Toronto right now. I didn't even know that was possible, but it's a thing. We got like a foot and a half of snow expected to come down. It's snowing like a bitch outside right now. And it's fucking thunder and lightning. How nuts is that? It's absolutely insane. Um, anyways, speaking of absolutely insane, and speaking of thunder and thunder snow, we're going to move into our lock dogs and totals from last week. Been all over the board here between the three of us. Uh, kind, of, kind of a good day, kind of an okay day. Um, Jolie killed it. Jolie went two and one. He was up 1.3 or 4.3 units. Myself, I went two and one as well. I was only up 0.2 units. Ryan had a bit of a tough go. He was one and two, but he was only down 0.67 units. Big hit on his lock. Uh, Mr. Meyer, kick us off here, buddy. What did you do? Sure, yeah, I broke my fast, you know, I'm supposed to be uh, going sober, but I was at the bar for a staff party, I ended up getting, uh, uh, just fucked. Hell <laughs> but, yeah, uh, hell follow, yeah. Following these games on the phone, so uh, yeah, I didn't see a second, but yeah, uh, Penguins won, uh, they were playing the Predators in Nashville, um, I didn't look at the results of these games at all, like, uh, in terms of their advanced stats or anything so i'm not going to say anything about them dog bruins flames over six that one i think it was four or three overtime uh oh yeah that, that was the game where Allmark stood on his head uh flames had like 58 <laughs> shots and they should have won but uh they can't score for shit and uh, the bruins just uh take advantage of their chances and finally the total uh, i have no idea about this one but it lost apparently blackhawks coyotes over six uh yeah maybe you guys know what happened in that game but i sure don't if you were uh, watching that game, you got a problem, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was a four-one uh, Coyotes win there. The Penguins game, you kind kind of got lucky. It was it was one one. It was one nothing Nashville. Crosby tied it uh, midway through the third, and then Soros let up a uh, a really weak goal to to give it with like a minute left to give the Penguins a the lead. They eventually won three one. I was also on them as well. So yeah, good uh, night for Joel. I'm yeah. pretty sure part of my handicap was that Soros isn't himself lately. So there we go. Yeah. Not too lucky. Yeah. Not always a toilet emoji there. All right, for me, I hit my lock, the uh, Seattle Kraken, minus 150 at the St. Louis Blues. I wasn't too, too confident in this one, given uh, Seattle's recent play, but they did win, win 5-3. Uh, my dog was the Sabres puck line, plus 110 against Columbus. They lost by two, so that, that lost. And then my total was Kings-Jets under six. Uh, that was a 6-5 game, so not close there, but luckily got my lock to keep it a, a respectable day. All right, I was having a good day, but I got shafted so hard by uh by the uh, Winnipeg Jets here. So I had Jets for my lock against uh, LA Kings minus 140. Ryan was just touched on it. It was a 6-5 final for LA uh, in the shootout. Winnipeg was up like two nothing early, like early. I'm like, all right, smooth sailing. We're 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 just rolling here. It's gonna be absolutely sick. Well. You know, L.A. ended up making a game out of it. It was tied. It was tied. And then next thing you know, I was looking. Winnipeg was winning with like I think it was like. Five minutes left or some shit like that. And uh, boom, L.A. scores a goal to tie it to make it 5-5, push it to a shootout. And, of course, the Kings win. So that sucks. Uh, for my dog, though, I had Montreal money line against San Jose. Um, this is what I think we were all at Montreal in this game. Uh, although Jolie's been like in San Jose lately, so maybe not. But Montreal won 3-1 either way as a dog, plus 140. So that was nice. And then for my over-under, I had the under-7 in Florida, Tampa. Florida got off hot. It was like 3 nothing pretty quickly there. I thought it might be in trouble, and that one ended up being a 4-1 final. The Panthers show up against uh, the Lightning, man, every time. So keep that in mind going forward. Uh, but yeah, two and one on the day, but didn't hit my lock, man. So that's a real big kick in the pills. Yeah, and then uh, t- overall, this was still a positive show with Joel leading the way there. We went uh, five and four uh, plus 0.16 units. So if you t- tailed mm. all of us, you would still be positive. Mm. 16 bucks, baby. There you <laughs> go. 16 cents. cents. Uh, depends yeah. on uh, <laughs> how we, much you're betting. We don't unit shame here. <laughs> all right, all right ads. Uh, do it. Winbet, I guess, yeah. Winbet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet's active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka Winbet's build your own bet. Match smartest, Matt, 
March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DJs only, if you get the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Play 20 or older and present as they were played through winbet available. If you are starting to know as a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. Got a uh, sick new first half undershirt there available in a variety of colors. So check that out. And just in time for March, 10% off when you spend more than $40 and use the code MADNESS. And I'm wearing my SGPN uh, sweatpants right now, yo. They're sweet, comfy as hell. No underwear, so my balls are just jingling around and free rang, and it's awesome, dude. Uh, buy those pants. Jingling <laughs> through sweet. the thunder snow. Jingling through the thunder snow, baby. <laughs> Gotta keep nice and warm and cozy and free somehow. Ryan's free because he's in America. I'm free because I'm not wearing any underwear, and I'm wearing my Sports Gambling Podcast Network sweatpants. Uh, um, all right, boys, we got a big 12-game slate here set up for Saturday, March 4th. Like I said, there's 12 games on the docket. It's going to be a sick Saturday. Uh, boys, you ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's get after it. Let's go, baby. Double crack. First game on the docket here. Speaking of thunder and lightning in Toronto, we got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo at the 12.30 p.m. time slot here. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at minus 165. Buffalo on the money line hanging out at plus 140. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off, minus 125. The under, plus 105 here. Um, I believe... Oh, my app just shit on me. I think this is the first day of a back-to-back for Tampa Bay. I think they play on the Sunday as well, but I might be mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yes. they do. So they got Carolina on the Sunday and then Buffalo tomorrow, or I guess today at the time of you're listening to this. Either way, on Saturday. Um, I still like the Lightning in this game, man. I'm a little weary if they play Brian Elliott, because, I mean, come on. Brian, you know firsthand, it's Brian Elliott, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Yeah. Um, but uh, this Tampa Bay team's absolutely sick. Buffalo, I like I like the Sabres, but they kind of haven't been that great lately, man. I feel like whenever I watch them, they've been able to get out of games. They've lost two in a row. Uh, their home record's absolutely pretty terrible. It's 12-6-2. And, uh, and then the Lightning are the Lightning, man. But they've lost three in a row, too. So to me, this is a team that's going to be just licking at their chops to bounce things back, get it going here. Um, division records, obviously, to me, that matters. Tampa Bay is 10-7-1, and, and Buffalo is 8-10-1. This screams bolts, baby. Give me the Lightning, minus 165. As far as over, under goes, minus 125. Give me the over. Uh, some offensively-minded teams here. Tampa Bay is fifth in the league for goal scoring per game, averaging 3.52, and Buffalo is third, averaging 3.72. So give me the over 6.5, and, and give me Lightning on the money line. I, I'm right there with you with the over 6.5, uh, minus 125. Both of these teams are... are t- the sixth and seventh most profitable over teams in the league so far this season. And as Talon said, we could get Brian Elliott if they're saving uh, Vasilevsky for potentially the more important game against Carolina, even though their their playoff seating is pretty much uh, figured out. You may just want to get Vasilevsky in this game, try to secure a win after losing three straight. And I think that's baked into the line a bit, but I still like the Lightning here, minus 165. You are taking a risk if they do start Elliott, and the line should shift if that happens, but I don't think Buffalo is should only be plus 140. This should be a much bigger line. I mean, they were just plus 230 against Boston, lost 7-1 there, lost to Columbus before that. And uh, Tampa Bay, you know, they're getting ready now after the trade deadline, getting ready for their uh, postseason run, final 20 or so games here. So I do like the Lightning here at minus 165, but my better play is the over 6.5 at minus 125. Yeah, we got another threesome here. Uh, I love Ooh. the over as well. Ooh. Yeah, Kinky. both teams are not. Afternoon delight not, here, 1230. They're <laughs> not playing playoff snow. hockey. <laughs> Fuck you guys, I'm talking. <laughs> Neither team's playing good defense right now, but both teams are putting the puck in the net. And uh, goaltending, too, has been a problem for both teams lately. Uh, and we all know the quality of Vasilevsky. So even if he does play, I'm not exactly sure that he's going to be a major obstacle towards uh this over so uh yeah give me the over love it quite a bit sabers are just uh, i think they're the second or third highest scoring team in the league um and but they're also like the you know like fifth worst in terms of expected goals against so uh yeah sabers sabers games go over and the lightning games go over as well too if, as long as uh as vasilevsky doesn't do his thing um 
like against uh, the the Red Wings that one game. Boney got a shutout after uh, a real stinker game. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, he's had more stinker games than good games lately. So yeah, I love the over six and a half. And um, for the side, uh, I mean, I, I got this number. I'm almost tempted to take the Sabers, but uh, I can't do it. Uh, I think that the Lightning come back strong here. They, they've been slumping a bit, but uh, the Sabers are good. A good team to get to get going to get their offense going because uh, they'll get plenty of chances. That's for sure. All right, so that's, so that's just a no no play. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, like, did you pick a side? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just double up on the over. I think this is going seven plus for sure. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, uh, total Bernard. over over eight and a half maybe for this this one. <laughs> yeah, if you want. <laughs> Fucking Bob's your uncle. Uh, have fun. Do what you want. Um, whatever you want we don't give a shit uh all right we time slot again we got the detroit red wings against the new york islanders game itself is in new york detroit on the money line sitting at plus 170 new york on the money line hanging out at minus 200 uh islanders on the puck line sitting at plus 135 the over unders at six over sitting at plus 100 the under minus 120 uh detroit sold we all kind of expected detroit to sell it seems like once they lost those two games to ottawa they're like yep Blow it up. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can get for assets. And that's good decision-making. Um, so, yeah, you, you got to take the Islanders here. I don't like the puck line. I I don't mind the Islanders in regulation, though, man. And they've been sick at home, too. They're 18, uh, 11, and 3 on the season. I don't know what regulation's paying off. Probably, like, maybe, like, minus 120 or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I love this team at home right now. I think that's an absolutely uh, good play. Detroit has lost four in a row heading into this. As far as over-under goes here, I think we're going to see – Detroit kind of struggling with goal scoring here, man. Like, I know they just made that Dylan Larkin signing. Uh, that's sick. I like that. We talked about that in the Discord a little bit. Um, but uh, I don't think it's going to be enough, man. So give me the under here. New York doesn't really score too many goals either. So give me six minus 120. And then uh, give me the Islanders in regulation as well. Yeah, this is the exact opposite of the first game. Here. I do like the under six at minus 120. It is at five and a half at plus money on some books. So I, I, that's fine, too, if that's all you have available. But I do prefer the under six minus 120. Islanders, we know they're they're definitely an under team with uh, Ilya Sorokin kind of keeping them alive in the playoff race. In Detroit, their, their scoring should be down with uh, Bertuzzi out and, and Jacob Vrana out. And they, they passed up on getting JVR for some reason. So they're not going to have his net front presence on the power play. And the Islanders, we know they can't score, especially now with Barzell out, although they do have uh, Horvat, Andrews Lee, putting up some goals. But Pierre Engvall. <laughs> Pierre Engvall, too. The, the draft got traded there, yes. Draft Long Island. Uh, four straight unders, under five and a half for the Islanders. Uh, Detroit has played some high-scoring games recently, but it was the opposition scoring five or six goals. So under six, minus 120 would probably be my only bet so far in the game. And I would link to the Islanders, maybe regulation to get that juice down. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with Ryan here, but uh, more strongly with Tal in terms of the Islanders and regulation. And uh, I know that obviously lost Barzell, or yeah, Barzell, but Bohorvat's been uh, a king since moving to Long Island. There, uh, he, he's uh, saving their season alongside uh, Sorokin. So, yeah, he's given them a lot more offense than what they had before. Um, I mean, Barzell's been buzzing around, but uh, he wasn't exactly scoring goals the way uh, Horvat is. So, yeah, I like the Islanders regulation quite a bit. My line is minus 188, but uh, I can make a little exception here given the fact that the Red Wings lost a, a bunch of top two at the deadline. Um, yeah, Hronik is a big loss, too, on the back end. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I like the under six, too, minus 120. Just uh, Red Wings offense I keep saying it. it's slow, it's ineffective, and uh, their, their goaltending is uh, is actually a – I read that Philly Huso is, is – injured now so mm. uh it's gonna be that other swedish guy Halberg, whatever his name is yeah yeah but he, he's been uh he's been all right too so i still like the under six but a uh, stronger play to be the islanders in regulation all right moving down to the 1 p.m time slot here we got the new york rangers against the boston bruins game itself is in boston of the garden it's gonna be a sick game here uh new york on the money line sitting at plus 145 boston on the money line hanging out at minus 170 the over unders at six Overpaying off plus 100, the under minus 120. We got a battle here, boys. Like, New York is 
dope, dude. With Tarasenko, they got Kane, Panarin, Adam Fox. Like, this team's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but they play in the Boston Bruins, the best goddamn team in the world here. So let's face it, you got to go with Boston, especially at home. They're 25-2-3. That's absolutely fucking bananas. Uh, New York's good on the road, too, man. 18-7-5. Don't get me wrong. This team is definitely nothing to slouch about. But Boston's won nine in a row. They're going to try and make it 10 uh, and they're probably going to do it. So give me the Bruins minus 170. As far as over under here goes, I was thinking under six minus 120. But now that I think about it, like, there's a lot of firepower on both teams here, man. So I don't I don't love a lean either way on this one. Um, but I think I'm changing my tune. I think if I had to pick, I would just go for the over six. I don't know. I don't love it, though. Yeah, I think this is a game where if you bet a side, you have to bet Boston. They're 25-2 and, and 3 at home. Uh, the Rangers just lost uh, Patrick Kane's debut on uh, Thursday in a back-to-back. Boston's just absolutely insane. Even when they get outshot 57-20, to 20, they still find a ways to win. But they do tend to go to overtime a bit, so I, I don't want to you know get that juice down by taking regulation. I myself, I took Boston minus one parlayed with the under 6.5. That was, I think, plus 210 I got. Or if you just take take uh, Boston money line parlayed with, you know, the regular under six or under seven and a half if you want to play it safer. I think this is going to be a lower scoring game with uh, Shesterkin and Linus Olmark in net. So, uh, yeah, the under six at uh, minus 120 and then Boston minus 170 would be my, my two plays here. I don't have much to add here. Uh, lines make a lot of sense to me. I guess I lean to the over six at plus 100, if anything, uh, given the fact that the uh, um, both both teams are uh, they're pretty strong offensively. But then again, the Bruins are pr- pretty strong in everything, and that, that includes goaltending and defense. So, yeah, it's a it's a tough one to call. You're of course you're paying the Bruins tax. My line is only minus 153. So yeah, if it if it keeps drifting up, I gotta I gotta take the Rangers, but uh, not yet. And I'm not going to go in the way of the Bruins uh, with only one, 145 in my pocket. So, yeah, it's a, it's a wait-and-see game. All right. Uh, moving down to 3.30 p.m. top slot here. We got a Colorado Avalanche against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 110. Dallas on the money line at minus 110. We got to pick them, gentlemen. Uh, the over-unders at six. Overpay not plus 100. The under minus 120. Mr. Meyer, what's up here in Colorado? Are they going to be able to take down the Stars or what? I sure hope so. This is a high-leverage game with both teams um, competing neck-and-neck neck for the division title, uh, which could be important. You know, we get a chance to play uh, one of those uh, bottom-feeder teams at the bottom of the West and uh, home ice advantage, of course. Uh, but, yeah, I, 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 the Avalanche are are, in, are still in good form, even the, with that loss to the Devils. It was very uncharacteristic. Their inability to play in front of their rookie goalie is a concern, I guess. Um, but the Devils are also really fucking good, too. So uh, hopefully that's just a one-off. And they come back strong here with two days off and uh, roll into Dallas with the momentum they built over the past few weeks. Uh, they also likely get McCarr back. He was skating today. Full no full uh, full kit, whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> what, face mask or something? Get the bubble on? Uh, they, they wear they wear the no contact jerseys. Full, whatever. full contact. Oh, okay. Full contact. There you go. Full contact kit. A full kit. Um, a full kit. He's got a full kit on. <laughs> Not naked. Yeah, and a kilt too. Um, <laughs> full kilt. But then again, we also lost Josh Manson too, and Chushkin's apparently sick, so we can't get any fucking luck. Just when we get one guy back, two yeah, guys. The abs can get no luck, Talon. That's. Mm. No fucking luck. Mm-hmm. It's been a frustrating season, but uh, we'll have enough guys to get in there and uh, beat the brakes off these damn stars and uh, get into the driver's seat in the division. Yeah, for as much that I was given, Joel, there, I, I completely agree here. I have bet the Avs at uh, the pick them here, minus 110. Also, do quite like the under six at minus 120. Uh, you know I love a Jets under. They're, they're the best under team so far this season. But the Stars and Avs are just right behind them, second and third. Most profitable. They've only gone over in 21 of their respective games for each of them. So should be Gorgiev, I hope. Not a, a Noonan or whoever the Avs rookie goalie is. And Jake Ottinger, we know, is a pretty good goalie there for the Stars. And yeah, the Stars are feeling good after beating beating the Blackhawks and Coyotes. But before that, they they lost a bunch. And I think the, the Avs are playing really well, and they'll be able to bounce back after that loss to the devil. So like the abs here and really like the under. 
Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I think we're going to see Colorado kind of kick things into overgear here. I know Dooley just mentioned they're not really having the best of luck, but uh, hell, they're only, what, five points out of uh, first place in the Central, and they got three games on hand on both Dallas and Minnesota. So I think it's uh, it's time to put it in gear here for the fine folks in Colorado. Uh, and I think they're going to get it done against Dallas, man. Let's face it, we know that this team shows up for big games. Nate Dogg's going to be buzzing around like the absolute animal he is. Um, so that's good enough for me, baby. Give me the give me the Avalanche minus one ten here on the money line uh, on the road. And as far as over under goes, again, I don't really love a side here, man. Like I don't know, I I guess I personally I kind of lean to the under just between both goalies. Like Colorado, you got Alexander Gorgiev, he's been sick uh, this season. He's got a point nine two one save percentage, so that's pretty dope. And then Jake Ottinger, same thing, man, point nine two three save percentage. So to me, if I had to lean for a total, I'd be on the under. Uh, I don't really love it, though, but I do like Colorado in this game on the money line. Uh, okay, moving down to the 6 p.m. time slot here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Pittsburgh on the money line sitting at plus 105. Florida on the money line hanging out at minus 125. The over-unders is 6.5. Over sitting at minus 135. The under plus 115. Ragai, what do you got here, buddy? What's going on? Yeah, I think I'm liking the uh, Penguins here as a dog. Just like dog here, plus 105, but they, uh, they've they been playing better recently since their uh, fire Hextall chance, which they won four in a row now, but they only might get louder based off uh, what they gave up for these veteran pieces they added. We'll touch on that uh, next show. But yeah, they, they added pieces to win now while probably giving up too much draft capital. While the, uh, the Panthers, they've been up and down recently, just lost to Nashville at, at home as big favorites. So... I like the Penguins here, plus 105. Uh, they have pretty much similar teams so far this season, battling for a, a playoff spot. Just think Pittsburgh is the overall better team and, and better coach team and have the uh, advantage in that as well with Tristan Jari back now against Bobrovsky. So I, I don't think the Penguins should be really underdogs in this game. So Penguins plus 105 is my uh, play for this one. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, the Penguins are playing better of late, uh, winning a few games, even uh, getting a little lucky with Saros, letting a little leaky one in. Um, nothing. <laughs> um, and the Panthers, meanwhile, uh, yeah, they're, they're a very hit-or-miss team. Like, they showed up for that that Lightning game. But uh, other than that, they've been losing to some pretty uh, bad teams. I mean, uh, the Predators rolled into town with uh, half the guys traded away, and they still took care of the Panthers, no problem. Um but uh, yeah, that the line movement in that was was pretty wild. But uh, we're not going to get distracted by that. But stronger play here, giving the over six and a half minus one thirty five. Both these teams are uh, top five um, offensively in terms of expected goals for, and both are like bottom ten in terms of expected goals against. So uh, these teams are uh, they just want to live in the offensive zone, and uh, they'll 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 surrender a million chances in in trying to get there. So, I, yeah, I love the over six and a half here. Neither goalie scares me. Bobrovsky's been all right. Uh, Jari's still getting back to the health and uh, not been great. So, yeah, I love the over six and a half here. Uh, yeah, give me the over six and a half. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say it for you. I love that over six and a half here, man. Tristan Jari, yeah, he has been playing better as of late. Uh, Pittsburgh has the team's been playing better as of, or better as of late. Um, and then Bobrovsky, I just can't trust Bobrovsky, bro. Like, I don't know, man. This isn't, this isn't 2017, 2016. This ain't the Sergei Bobrovsky of old, baby. Uh, 0.904 save percentage, which is actually okay for this season. I think that's hovering around the league average. Uh, 3.04 goals against average, though. And, uh, like you guys brought up, the Penguins have been playing well lately. They're currently on a four-game winning streak. Um, Florida's, uh, how do you put it? I guess it's just kind of hot and cold, like what you said, right? Like when they're on, they're on, but when they're not, they're not, right? So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Penguins with you guys. Why not? Plus 105, Road Dogs. Let's have some fun with it. And then over, I, under, give me the over. Yeah, I'm also on the over, just, just to clarify there. So we're all on the over on this one. All right. So it's going under one nothing Florida. Uh, okay, moving down to the 6 p.m. time slot here. We have the Washington Capitals against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Washington on the money line sitting at minus 140. San Jose on the money line sitting at plus 120. Over-unders at 6. Over-paid off minus 115. The under minus 105. Now, we got the Hockey Gaily podcast very own. If there, if we were Shark Boy and Lava Girl, Ryan would be Lava Girl. And we're throwing it to Shark Boy himself. Joel Myers, which way are you leaning here, buddy? You know which way I'm leaning. And I'm more than leaning. I'm fucking leaning. No, I'm not leaning. I'm, I'm, I'm diving right in. To the deep water with the the San Jose Sharks, where they'll likely eat me alive once again. Um, oh, man, this fucking team. 
Uh, he's uh, it, it's it's tough to do it, but I gotta go back to him. Uh, the line is just uh, once again too high for the Sharks. Uh, my line is minus 101, plus 120. I gotta go there. And uh, the Capitals, of course, uh, you know they they they've lost a few pieces themselves, uh, both due to injury and trading them away. So yeah, they're they're uh, they're just as banged up as the Sharks are. So I, I think that this is a uh, a 50-50 game, so plus 120, I'll take that um, on what I view as a coin flip. Uh, but, of course, uh, it's 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 going to be a struggle to the end. Watching this damn team, I mean, I won't be watching this game, thank God. But, uh, yeah, I, I pity those who do. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take the Sharks here. Plus 120, I think that's a good line. But uh, I've said that like uh, five straight shows now, and they fucking failed me every one of them. But uh, actually, I think I did one win with with them once. But uh, we're not we're not going back that far. Um, <laughs> I also like the under six at minus one hundred five. Uh, both teams are pretty poor offensively. I think they're both bottom ten in terms of the last uh, fifteen sixteen games in terms of goals for. And they're yeah they're they they they're having trouble scoring. Uh, it makes sense too. They're missing Meyer for the Sharks and then missing a bunch of guys for the Capitals. So yeah, give me the sharks and the under. Do you know how yeah. you're supposed to? Sorry, Ron. You know how you're supposed to give stuff up for like Lent? Why don't you <laughs> give up betting on the fucking sharks? Every the sharks. <laughs> it's my penance. That's that's what it is. Do you need that one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred number for the for, the, for your shark addiction? Just addicted to betting Possibly, on the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only thankfully there's only about uh, twenty sharks games left in the season, so we're we're nearing the end. If I had to bet this game on a side, it would be the Sharks, but that's only because I can't lay minus 140 in the Capitals. I'm not betting the side. I am, however, betting the under six there at only minus 105. Uh, The Sharks are an over team this season, but a lot of that probably has to do with uh, Timo Meyer, and now he's gone. The Sharks' top line is uh, Andreas Johnson, Tomas Hurdle, and Fabian Zetterlund. Their second line is uh, Eklund, Kukor, and Banoff. Yeah, one more time. And then the the Capitals here, they still have their Fabian? top line with, with Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Wilson, but they're not scoring well either. So, uh, yeah, under six here at minus 105, ignoring the, those chirps there. Uh, that's my that's my play for this game. I got to go with the Capitals here, boys, and you know why. Because they got a little special someone that's on their team playing defense for them right now, someone that I am all too familiar with, uh, this gentleman. Used to be an absolute star when I was a season ticket holder for the Toronto Marlies. The Washington Capitals got the defenseman, Rasmus Sandin, the best Rasmus that was drafted in the 2018 draft. That Rasmus Dahlin doesn't know shit. Um, okay, but you know what? Do you ever see sharks in Sweden? You don't. And you know why? Because Rasmus Sandin's on the prowl on the coast. And he's making sure that there's no sharks in these non-shark infested waters, baby. And he's going to be scoping guys out. He's going to be stepping up, catching guys with their shoulder down. He's going to be just fucking cleaning them out into the sun here. Also, I can't bet on San Jose. I'm sorry, man. This team sucks at home. They're 6, 17, and 8. Uh, you guys touched on it too. Like Washington's, uh, they're, they're mailing it in for the year, right? So they, they kind of sold it off at the deadline here. Um, it's kind of a shit game we got. But if I did have to pick a side, I'm... Going with the Sandman and minus 140 in the Capitals, baby. Over, under, give me the over. We got else? we got, we got Ryan uh, calling Fabian Zettelin Fabian Zettelin. And then we got Talon saying there's no fucking sharks by Sweden. So uh, I don't know <laughs> if there's any Swedes listening, but I'm sorry for these guys and their ignorance. Is there sharks in Sweden? I'm sure there are. There's fucking no. sharks everywhere. There's no sharks you don't, in the Baltic Sea? Yeah, man. Of course there are. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> sharks in Lake Ontario? <laughs> At least 15 species of sharks can be found in Swedish waters, according to uh, PewTrust.org. You got the basking uh, shark, the school shark, the uh, velvet belly lantern shark, of course. The Fabian shark. The Fabian shark, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Give Please. me the sand, man, baby! <laughs> <laughs> We are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts. But they also got you covered for a ton of other deadly games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props. If they're not available in your state, 
head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got to call on Miss Blue Jackets against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Columbus on the money line, sitting at plus 200. Ottawa on the money line, hanging out at minus 240. Big home favorites for the Sennies. Uh, Ottawa on the puck line, sitting at plus 100. Sends, or sorry, the over-unders is 6.5. Overpaid off minus 20, the under, plus 100. Ryan, back to you here, buddy. Are the Ottawa Claude Giroux going to get it done for you or what? You read my mind there. The Ottawa Claude Giroux, they're making a uh, playoff push after getting Jacob Chikra in there. Won four in a row now. I mean, it was, was just Montreal and Detroit for, for three games. And then beat the Rangers, though, at Madison Square Garden. Hyped up uh, Patrick Kane debut. The Blue Jackets lost tonight to Seattle for two at home. So uh, they're not too good on no day's rest, I, I can't imagine. And Ottawa's coming in fresh, and they're motivated to make a playoff push. So I love the uh, sends here on the puck line, even, plus 100. Uh, last two games, 5-3, 6-1, 6-2, 5-2 on their four-game win streak. So they're, they're easily covering their puck line here. Don't see why they can't do it again against um, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, the uh, Senators are they're rolling right now. Um, they have the most goals in the past uh, 16, 15 games right now. So their offense is cooking. Um and then, then they're winning these games that they have to win. They got a tough schedule coming up, but uh, they're definitely right in the mix there with only uh, four points behind the Islanders for that final wide cup wild card spot. And uh, I think that they can keep it rolling here against uh, Blue Jackets team on the back to back. Who played in net for them today? Was it Hutchinson or Merzilikens? Do you know? I, I think it, it was. Matter. I think it was Merzilikens. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I'm doubling check now, though. Yeah, it was Merzilikens. All right, I think I might take Hutchinson over Merzlikens at this point, but uh, <laughs> either way, it's not going to be a, a, a good goalie in that for the Blue Jackets. So the Senators should be able to uh, feast on that. Uh, um, so, yeah, I, I love the Senators as well here. I would take the team total or the puck line or the regulation, all of the above. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see how the Blue Jackets are stopping this uh Offense that is absolutely humming right now, especially with uh, Chikrin in the lineup now, too. So they got some defense finally. True. Um, I'm going to have to chew on my words a little bit here. I've been chirping Ottawa, even dating to the start of the season, saying this team's not goddamn making playoffs. And everyone's getting hired up with them or fired up. Um, they're looking good, bro. <laughs> like that, the acquisitions that they made, it's hard. And they're only like, what, like four points out of a playoff spot here. They could easily make playoffs. So uh, I'll own it. You know, maybe I was wrong on this one. I still think that they that they suck, but they don't. They're a good team. Um, good goaltending, too. Cam Talbot's pretty sick. And then who's that other young kid they got? Um, do, 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 do. It is. That's Sogard? Sogard and Forsberg. So Forsberg's oh. been hurt, but Sogard's been playing well or decent, too. Um, but yeah, as far as this game goes, man, I, I'm right there with you guys. Sense of one four in a row. They've been scoring out the yin yang. Um, they've been great at home too. 18, 12 and two records. So like, like Jolie said, man, uh, a team total is good. A regulation's great. Uh, puck line. I, I like the puck line too, man. Like Columbus, what do they have to play for now? They're done. They're pooched. They're shit. Uh, this is a team that actually is shit. Uh, so yeah, give me, I, I do like the puck line pay a plus 100, man. You know, I know it's, it's not really like great, but if you're going to give me plus money, even only plus 100 for this, I can easily see the Sens winning uh, by two, three, maybe even four here. Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot game here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Toronto money line sitting at minus 210. Vancouver, the money line hanging out at plus 180. Leafs on the puck line sitting at plus 125. Over under is a six and a half. Over sitting at minus 125. The under plus 105 here. Um... Bit of a stinker for the Leafs against the Oilers uh, a few nights ago here, especially right after the trade that, or all those big crazy trades that Dubas brought in. Uh, but, you know, they bounced back and they played decent against Calgary. Uh, I think it was last night, I believe. So uh, I'm kind of expecting to see uh, see more of that second night here out of this Leafs team. You know, hopefully things start gelling a bit. Anytime you're going to bring in like six new guys into your lineup, it's going to it's gonna take a little bit of a toll on you, getting, uh, getting the chemistry back together, right? But th- I think there's enough overall talent on this team to go in there and just absolutely beat the wheels off Vancouver. Uh, so give me the Leafs. I like them in regulation. It's paying off minus 125. I definitely think there's some value there. Um, Vancouver, I'm sure we'll touch on it on our next show with the trade deadline coverage um but i don't know what the hell is going on there man maybe i'm just crazy here but i feel like they're absolutely out to lunch uh their home record is 11 17 and 1 so absolutely terrible toronto is 15 10 and 4 on the road here um and yeah leafs are just 
starting or trying to get things going. Matt Murray is expected to play. I think he just needs to do like one more little doctor checkout. No, he hasn't played in like a month, so that's kind of scary too. Got to talk myself out of it right now, but fuck it. I'm going with the boys. Give me Toronto minus 125. Give me the over six and a half minus 125. I normally know I like Leafs unders, but uh, with the way that the Canucks have been playing here, you kind of got to take the over, and then you never know with Matt Murray coming back and not playing after a month. So give me the over six and a half minus 125 and the Leafs regulation minus 125. Yeah, I don't know if I have a strong play on the side here. Obviously, I think the Leafs are going to win this game, but I don't want to lay that minus 210. Maybe regulation minus 125. Isn't too bad, but uh, my only bet so far in this game is the under, under six and a half at a plus 105 at plus money. Could see uh, the Leafs trying to play a little bit more defensive in front of Matt Murray. Uh, Thatcher Demko has been better since since returning. He allowed two goals against the Wild, four goals on 38 shots, though, against uh, the Stars. So I do like the under here. The Leafs have been playing more under games as of late, as we saw in Calgary. It was 2-1. Uh, Jacob Markstrom actually played well in that game for the Flames, but yeah, Vancouver is also not scoring a ton recently. So my only play for this one is the under six and a half at plus 105. Usually uh, talent kicks it to me for the Canucks games, which is unfortunate because Ryan took all the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Basically made my my case for me. So I guess I don't have to talk as much. Uh, the only thing I'll add is that the Leafs, yeah, they, they play a nice uh, playoff style game there in Calgary. And, um, yeah, I, I like that argument for protecting Pat Murray because uh, he needs all the protection he can get given the fact <laughs> that he's like uh, a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, give me the under six and a half here. Uh, my, my line is minus 212 for the least, but uh, they're still figuring things out with all the new pieces and whatnot. So I'm not going to I'm not going to play them, uh, but I will take that under for sure. If you're, uh, if you're looking for a little bit of fun in this game, maybe look for like an over on a power play goal. So if it's sitting at like one and a half, maybe even two and a half would seem like a lot. But if it's sitting at one and a half, I don't hate that. Uh, Vancouver has the worst penalty kill in the league. Toronto has the fourth best power play. And Vancouver is averaging 9.2 penalty minutes per game, uh, 21st in the league here. So uh, maybe we'll see uh, the least power play units buzzing. Luke Shen, too, uh, an important penalty kill. Human eraser. Yeah, so now he's on the other team. He turned the other cheek, you know. You know that's what I'm saying. Well, he, he was emerging <laughs> in the leaf too, so he yeah. So he did forth. a double turn, baby. Nice yeah. to have a loose gender. Slapping those cheeks. Break that out, dude. It does wouldn't fit anymore. My massive fucking barrel. Had this thing when I was like 15. Uh, all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We have the Edmonton Oilers against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. This is a back-to-back game. These guys are currently playing right now at the time of recording. 4 nothing Edmonton halfway through the second. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that game's at Edmonton, so it's a home-and-home, home, it looks like, here. Um, anyways, Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 130. Winnipeg on the money line sitting at plus 110. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 125. The under plus 105 here. Um... We were talking about this a little bit before the game. We were saying, oh, is Hellebuck playing tonight? Well, he's one of those guys that he's been known to play, you know, back-to-backs. Like, he'll play both games, which I think is pretty cool because you never see that anymore. Uh, with that being said, you still got to go with the Oilers here, man. This team's rolling. Uh, they made some decent acquisitions, and they're they're sharing up their defense a little bit, which was nice to see. That's definitely what they need. So uh, I do like the Oilers uh, on the money line, minus 130 here, second half of back-to-back. And then the over-under, it, it's an Oilers game. If it's if it is the backup, who's it? Bruce, is Brassois? No, he's not backing up in Winnipeg. Who's their backup? Is it Dave Riddick? Riddick? Big save. Big save, Dave. If big save, Dave is going against McDavid, take the fucking over, baby. Minus one twenty-five. I'm on it either way. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be probably similar plays for me. This is one of the the few games that I hadn't bet yet for Saturday, but now seeing the Oilers taking a four uh, nothing lead halfway through the game, out shooting them twenty-one uh, twelve. I'm probably going to end up betting the Oilers at, at minus 130. Uh, you know, Campbell has been playing better as of late, I believe, better than a big save Davis. No, he hasn't. He's given up four or more goals in four straight games. So even more uh, ammunition there for the over, especially if it is big save Dave. You know, the Oilers, we know the Oilers can score. Jets don't have as good of as, as an offense with uh, Dubois missed tonight's game. We'll see if he returns tomorrow. And uh, Cole Perfetti is on IR. Oh, yeah, I would lean to Edmonton in the over, but uh, no, no, no bets on this game for me yet. I'm leaning the same way here with the Oilers and the over. Yeah, the Oilers have the momentum now. They're finally getting the results from their good play earlier on, where they they just can't get the the points, but now they are getting the 
the wins as well with the stellar performance against the Leafs in particular. And uh, obviously another one today, too, against the Jets, 4 nothing. Yeah, they got to be playing well. I'm not seeing a second of the game, but 4 uh, nothing tells the story. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I lean to the, the Oilers uh, again, even though it's uh, uh, it's not always easy to beat the same opponent two nights in a row, especially when the second game is uh, an away game. Um, so that's, that's a bit tricky, but I still would play the, the Oilers here, only minus 130. And the over six and a half, you got you guys said it pretty much. Uh, we both back the goalies and nets most likely, unless Hellebuck goes again. But uh, that that that's presents its own challenges too, because uh, he, you know, obviously he's getting pummeled tonight, so he's not might might not be in the best mental state or physical state to uh, carry on for um, both nights. So yeah, whether it's Hellebuck or Riddick, I don't I don't, I don't think that that's a great situation for the Jets. So yeah, Oilers and the over. All right, heading down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Nashville Predators against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at minus 210. Chicago on the money line hanging out at plus 180. The Nashville puck line sitting at plus 125. Over-unders at six. Over sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120 here. Um, Nashville kind of mailed it in, man. We saw them sell at the deadline, which is to be expected here. I don't think this team is going to go for a run. Uh, Soros hasn't been the same as he has, as he should be. You know, we've been talking about this over the past couple of shows. He's been struggling a little bit lately. Um, and then there's the Blackhawks, man. Like they, they traded Patrick Kane. Uh, they moved Max Domi. They moved a couple other guys here. More insider, Jake McCabe. Uh, wait, did I say more insider? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> um, either way, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know what to make of this game. Like honestly, to me, this is one I just stay away from. If I had to, if I had to pick a side, like maybe give me like Chicago on the money line plus one eighty, just for fun. Like throw like a half unit or something. Um, I I don't really love this though. Over under, I don't even. I maybe the over, maybe the under. So I don't fucking know, man. This is a game for me. I don't know, Jimmy. Could be over. Could be under. Could be Nashville. Could be Chicago. Could be a tie. So who knows what's going on here. Yeah, I have uh, now looking at it more regretfully bet on Nashville in this one. They are just playing better hockey recently, but some of that was with uh, Ekholm in there and also Niederreiter before he got moved to Winnipeg. Still won four of the past five. Only loss was to Pittsburgh. Chicago's now lost three straight. No Patrick Kane, no Max Domi. They traded a bunch of guys. Their their lineup is, is in shambles. So I think Nashville is still the better team. And Saros is going to want to have some sort of bounce back game. This is still kind of a rivalry game for uh nashville and chicago Soros still made 33 saves last game he said one one stinker there so predators uh minus 210 is a bit much but give me the regulation line whatever whatever that's at i'll, I'll, I'll find it probably around minus 150 uh no it'll be uh cheaper than that but uh for myself i'm gonna go with the blackhawks here i know that they have probably the worst roster in the league now after trading all their half decent players but um minus 210 is just too much to lay on the road with the predators team who are decimated themselves still don't know if forsberg's ever coming back uh keeps saying expected to be out until at least uh the next day but uh, he stays on ir for now um of course he lost uh ryan johansson for the next little bit actually the rest of the season and then of course uh you've mentioned the the the, the the trades they made to uh, weaken their squad. So I, I can't back the Preds here. Uh, give me uh, the Blackhawks as a, a sneaky dog here. Uh, I, I can see them pulling an upset in this one. Uh, for the total, I'm going to go with the under six, though. I just uh, Neither team is very good offensively. And uh, their, their goalies are actually playing okay with uh, Jackson Stoller and Mrazek playing, uh, um, you know, better than their their skaters, that's for sure. And then uh, Saros and Net should be able to stop a few of themselves. So yeah, give me under six and give me uh, the Blackhawks. All right, here uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot, we got the uh, Kirill Kaprizov against the Calgary Flames. Sorry, Minnesota Wild against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary, Minnesota. The money line sitting at plus 125. Calgary and the money line hanging out at minus 145. Over under is a five and a half. Over sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115. Kirill Kaprizov is literally the entire team right now in Minnesota. This every time I watch this team, it's like. Minnesota wins two nothing. Kaprizov two goals. It's like holy shit, man. He's literally just carrying the entire squad. Um, so, do I don't know if I like them in this game or not. Is this, are they in a back to back or something? Are they playing tonight? 
No, they're no. not, eh? No. Yeah, well, I don't know if I believe in Calgary either, with the way they're playing. So I got to go with the Wild here, plus 125, man. Um, why? I don't really have a reason. Like, I, I guess I just did that last game. I got to come up with something here. Um, I, I just can't bet on Calgary. Every time I watch them, they've been playing absolutely abysmal. They were fine against the Leafs. They look good. I, I, they look fine. I don't want to say good. But they've currently lost four in a row here. Um, they do have an okay home record, 15-12-3. and three. Uh, Minnesota's been good on the road, though. 14-11-4, so I do like that. They're currently on a three-game winning streak. I know they sold off a couple guys at the deadline, but it, it's it's house money. You know, because like I shouldn't say house money because they're losing money because of all the dead cap space that they have right now. But they're currently second in the central. Like they're probably going to make the playoffs here. And when you have that open mindset, it's just like, hey, whatever kind of happens, we're just playing for the sake of playing. Oh, they're going and having fun, I guess, man. So uh, and in Calgary, it's more so the pressure's on. We're fighting to make the playoffs. Well, it's easy to crumble. And we've been seeing that, especially from guys like Jacob Markstrom. So I, I just can't bet the Flames right now, man. Give me a, give me the wild, the Minnesota Kaprizovs, uh, plus 125 on the road here. Over, under, boy, Vey. I, I can't take an under five and a half in a Calgary game. I'm sorry. Give me the over. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I lie on this game. I, I may talk myself into betting the wild at plus 125. I mean, they did sell off uh, Jordan Greenway to Buffalo for a, a few picks, but they got Klingberg, got uh, Oscar Sundquist, got uh, Nyquist, got Marcus Johansson from the Caps. So they still added some depth pieces there to help them for their playoff oh, run. Shit. <laughs> uh, wild have won three straight, seven of their past eight. Only loss was on a back-to-back in overtime in Toronto. So yeah, you have to go with the Wild here as underdogs. I don't quite understand why they're plus 125 here. I know the Flames have been playing well recently, but they, they they still can't find a way to win a game unless it's against a bad team. So Wild plus 125. I'm, I just talked myself tough stuff into it. I'm going to bet that right now. What do you expect from a bunch of trash pandas? Just going in the dumpster, diving for all the trash that nobody else wants. Marcus Johansson, John Klingberg, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, but the, it's, uh, it's yeah, I don't know what they're doing with that shit. Uh, you're not going to win a cup with those guys, that's for sure. Um, but for this game, I got to lean to the wild here. Uh, line, line been moving up, so it's gotten to a point where I'm tempted to, to back these uh, raccoons. Um, these Rakins. garbage eaters. Yeah, raccoons. Uh, my line is minus 125, so Wilder's sitting right there, plus 125. But stronger play here, give me the under five and a half. It's a fucking Minnesota Wild game. They don't know how to score, they but they do know how to defend. Uh, everyone's blocking shots, doing all the things right defensively. Uh, watched the whole game against the Canucks last night. Yeah, you could see why all their games end at 2-1, 2-0, one at most. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, the Flames, I know they're getting bad goaltending, but they're also getting extremely poor finishing while... Uh, Doing some good things defensively, at least. So, yeah, I I, I like both these teams as uh, as uh, under teams in general. Uh, it's just the, the Flames goaltending's been uh, the problem with that. But uh, hopefully they can hold it together for uh, for one night and make this game go under five and a half goals. All right, moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot. Last game on the docket here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, St. Louis on the money line, sitting at plus 175. L.A. on the money line at minus 205. Big home favorites. Kings on the puck line, sitting at plus one se- or 125. rather. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaid off, minus 105. The under, minus 115. Um, Interesting here, man. Phoenix Copley's numbers, they're kind of starting to come back down to earth a little bit here. He's got a, a sub-900 save percentage. Now it's at .899, so that's about as sub as you can get. Um, but still, uh, 2.82 goals against average. He still has an 18-4-2 record here. And let's face it, the St. Louis Blues, like, this is the time of the year that if the teams are done, they're done, right? Like, there's nothing else they can do. they got nothing else literally to play for. A team like St. Louis falls into that category. They sold off a lot of assets uh, prior to the deadline. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely love the Kings here, especially at home. I like them on the puck line, man. Plus 125. I don't see why they can't win by two. Uh, this is a team that they can score. They're 10th in the league of scoring, averaging 3.31 goals per game. Uh, St. Louis defense has been absolutely abysmal as well as their goaltending, averaging uh, 3.64 goals against per game. So do the math, baby. Put it all together. What do you got? You got a Kings puck line. I absolutely love it. Uh, over, under. Uh, I kind of like the under on this one because I don't, I don't see St. Louis really scoring many goals here, man. Yeah, King King sneakily added uh, Corpusalo and Gavrikov from Columbus there, so that should improve their chances. I do like the over here. Both of these teams are, are over teams 
on uh, this season, both hitting at, at above a 56% clip there with the Blues up, up above 60%. So I would lean to the over, but first side, yeah, I'd probably have to go go with the Kings. Uh, their past four wins have all been by one goal, though, so I don't know if I, I trust the puck line. But having said that, the Blues just are, are not what they were when you think about the Blues. Traded O'Reilly, traded Tarasenko. So, yeah, if I had to bet a side, it would probably be Kings puck line to get that plus 125 money. But I do like the over 6.5 at minus 105. The Kings have a goal differential of plus one, and they're second in the Pacific. So I'm definitely not interested in the puck line. This team, uh, they don't give a shit about the empty net. They're just going to hog the puck in the corner and uh, make sure that uh, the other team doesn't get it. So, uh, yeah, I'm scared away from the puck line, but I could see why you want to do it, but uh, how poorly the Blues have played. But that said, they they did dominate those uh, those Sharks, those uh, <laughs> fucking fish. But, uh, yeah, I, you guys already know my opinion of the, the way the Sharks been playing. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's a mirage, but we'll see. I think that the Blues can make a game of this. My line is right bang in the middle here at minus 190 for the Kings. So no value there. Uh, but if anything, I would take the under six and a half here. I think the Kings can hold it together. Corpusella might get uh, his debut for the Kings. He hasn't played with them, right? I think it was Coffee the other night. Yeah, so it could be Kurpasalo and his old teammate Gavrikov in there. So, yeah, I kind of expect the lower scoring game here. Um, but if I had to play a side, I might just uh, sprinkle with the, the Blues, but definitely not anything serious. All right, guys, that wraps up our 12-game slate for uh, Saturday, March the 4th. I can't believe it's in March already. The season's been flying by. Uh, we're going to move down to locked dogs and totals here as current standings where we are. Ryan's in first place. He's at 50 and 44 on the season. He is up 3.47 units. Uh, Jolie's in second. He is 48 and 46. He is down 0.98 units. And myself, I'm 48 and 46 as well. I'm down 1.5 units. Slowly clawing back into the green, baby. Look the fuck out. Um, all right, we're going to kick things off here. Joel, you had a hell of a week last show. Uh, why don't you kick us off here, dude? Yeah, not a hell of a week for me. I mean, uh, I've been losing left, right, <laughs> and center. But uh, at least those <laughs> those uh, show picks uh, turned out all right. But yeah, my lock is going to be the Avalanche my line, minus 110. It's already a high leverage game for me. Might as well make it more high leverage. Uh, I'll be sweating this one big time. Dog will be Sharks, of course, plus 120. Total, Penguins, Panthers over 6.5, minus 135. This should be a 7. And uh, yeah, I, I don't see anything other than a shootout happening here. I mean, the only argument against that is maybe it's because they're both fighting for those precious playoff spots. Maybe it's a bit tighter affair, but... Uh, other than that, all arguments say uh, go over. And for me, my lock is going with a puck line here. The Senators on the puck line plus 100 against the Blue Jackets. Uh, Columbus on a back-to-back. Ottawa is just on a heater right now and added Chikorin. So like them to win by at least two. My dog is a small dog here. Uh, Penguins plus 105 in Florida. I think they're the better team and, and should not be the dog here. Uh, and then my total is the Capitals Sharks under six at minus 105. Just both teams are kind of shells in themselves and don't have too much offensive firepower. So I like that game to go under. All right. Look at this guy. Puck line for his lock. Sly guy, right guy. Eh? Uh, for my lock, I'm going with the least regulation minus 125 versus Vancouver. I think they can get it done here. Uh, start getting that engine roll and build some chemistry here. Uh, win and go have a hell of a night at the Roxy. Uh, for my dog, give me the uh, Kings on the puck line, plus 125 versus St. Louis. I'm just fading St. Louis here. That's all I'm trying to go for. Uh, and then for my total, uh, New York Islanders, Detroit, under six, minus 120. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much firepower, nor will to uh, will to play if you're on the Detroit Red Wings. You saw Larkins balling his eyes out because his best friend uh, Bertuzzi got traded there. So uh, I, I think that's a team in shambles. And the Islanders aren't really barn burners when it comes to putting the puck in the net either. So I do like the uh, under six minus 120 in that game. Uh, okay, gentlemen, consensus plays. I feel like we got a couple here, no? Yeah, we got we got we got several here. We got uh, Lightning Sabers over six and a half minus one twenty five. Kick it off there at twelve thirty. Then the under six in the other twelve thirty game, Red Wings Islanders at minus one twenty. We also do like the uh, Isles in regulation there at minus one twenty. Pretty good price. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all on the Avs minus one ten against the Stars. Uh, big big division matchup there. Uh, Penguins plus one oh five as well as the over six and a half minus one thirty five. 
down in Florida. Uh, Senators puck line plus 100. We're all on that. And then the Minnesota Wild plus 125 as underdogs in Calgary. Right on, man. You know what I like? And I was just kind of noticed it here. For our locks, we're all kind of like on teams that we dig. You know, Jolie's got the avalanche on the money line. I got the Leafs in regulation. <laughs> Ryan's got the Sens on the puck line. They're one of got, his seven teams. I he's got the Claude Giroux. Yeah, he's got the Claude Giroux. That's always kind of fun. Uh, all right, that pretty much wraps it up, boys. Uh, nothing else. I think uh, we'll get into all the trade stuff in our next show. We're going to record it after this. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on there. March Madness is happening. Hockey's been kicking off. We're getting to playoffs. It's going to be right around the corner, baby. NBA's doing its thing. You can say the same thing regarding playoffs. Uh, Formula One starting this weekend. That's absolutely dope. Uh, we got some sick golf happening with Arnold Palmer. Uh, what else is happening? Baseball season's going to be starting up soon. Preseason's well underway as well as that world tournament Ryan was talking about, whatever the hell that's called. Uh, tons of good stuff. You can find all the information for all those events. And XFL, we got to pump the tires. The boys have been doing a hell of a job over at the XFL show. NASCAR's been going too. That's absolutely sick. MMA. Tons of good stuff, man. So shout out to everybody at the uh, at the network and uh, everybody that's writing articles and pumping out shows. Listen to the shows. Read the articles, man. There's a lot of effort that goes into that stuff. So uh, by all means, go check it out. You can find all the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Everybody in there that's making money. Everybody in there that's keeping each other positive. Uh, everybody in there that's telling you to get back on the horse when you fall off the horse. That's what you need, baby. You call that a... What do you call that? I had something I was going to say. I forget what it is. But anyways, you call that something good. Uh, <laughs> shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Support system. There you go. Oh, there, yeah. Great support system there in the Discord. Uh, anything you want, we were talking about conversation there anything you want to learn about betting is good and make sure you're subscribed to the hockey gambling podcast feed on uh, spotify leave us a five-star rating and on apple leave us a five-star rating and review just like a cole 781 did uh five stars the title is b that's it but uh best hockey gambling podcast there is and it and it's extremely entertaining keep it up boys right on man (laughs) that's all we need something yours up yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Get up, get hard. Get these track pants on, buy some SGPN track pants and free ball and get hard, baby. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, everybody, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. I am Ryan Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Marn. You'll find me doing this all over again in a few minutes. Yeah. Peace. Peace.